You are listening to the Savage Fincast, episode 65, May is Bay. Chicago. Criminal mastermind called Overlord held our city in his terrifying grip. Ordinary cops were losing the battle against Overlord's super freaks and mutants. Then, a miracle happened. When I found him, he had no memory of his past. I helped him find an identity and a life. Now we have a fighting chance. Now we have the dragon. This is the Savage Fincast, the show that goes beyond plus ultra. I am Jim Purcell. I'm Craig Olson. And I'm Raven Perez. As, 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 as. <laughs> what does that even mean, Jim? What, what is Beyond Ultra? That's the uh, catchphrase from uh, the best superhero comic on the stands, My Hero Academia. Okay, I guess second best. Okay, just get, just to be fair. Now that is how you open a fincast. <laughs> the best comic on the stands. My Hero Academia. And now for the Savage Fincast. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. Kind of a special episode here in terms of format, right? Yeah, we are recording this within days of the previous, so we got no news, Mm -hmm. and we got no interesting replies, so we're just going to be really talking about uh, the actual issue, which is, of course, 229, Uh, but before that, Raven has a time killer... Take it away, Raven. Oh, wait. Hold on. You're jumping the gun. You're jumping the gun. Am I gun jumping? There's one gun that we need to pull the trigger on before we do the game, which is to say, when we did our interesting conversation, what do you think about 2017, Savage Dragon's 25th anniversary year, we forgot a pretty kind of cool thing, which was the Mighty Man short. That so, did, right. in fact, That's come right. out this year. Yeah. And, uh... So keep that in mind when ranking best issues. Not too awful much to go into just saying it was fucking awesome. To get Mighty Man, yeah. Yeah, just to get... Because we're always on here bitching and crying about extras, like spinoffs and stuff. And then after that, you know, what happened... I thought they were talking about doing like a Freak Force, at least like... Oh, I'm sure that's in the pipes somewhere. I think it's in the pipes, but I'll tell you something crazy. Is Nikos got... To do Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> really? Yes. I so. forgot that that was coming back as a comic. Yeah, like the Nico- toy? Yes. yes. And Nikos is the one doing the comic. Oh, good for him. Wait, drawing the comic? Yeah. That's a gig. What, what company? Uh, Let me, wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. IDW. That, I don't know. Or Titan. It's either IDW or Titan. IDW makes Why, sense are they always doing, me. like, uh, properties? Yeah, pretty oh, much. That's, like, all IDW is. G.I. Joe, He-Man, Doctor Who, Ghostbusters. <laughs> that's fucking it. That's that's IDW. Like, without licensed comics, they don't and have a line. And it was IDW. It was? Yep. Boom. Was, is Devil's <laughs> Do still around? Or that, that's gone. No, here's the funny thing. Devil's Do does still exist. They merge with First Comics. Because oh. so they were called... the same thing. Remember, they used to be part of, like, Image, but they would all have, like, Transformers and G.I. Joe, I thought, and stuff like that. Devil's Do was kind of a... Yeah, they started as, as an Image partnership, became their own thing, and then failed hard. Really? <laughs> and then um, Devil's Do folded, 
and then um, Dynamite sort of came around, and IDW, and Boom, and um, what am I thinking of? I'm You're missing. right. Yeah, that's a, in that weird like mid two thousands, like all these companies sort of arose yeah. out of the ashes of Chaos and Devils do. Right. Remember Chaos Comics, guys? Shit, yeah, they're still, dude. Dude, Brian. Oh, yeah, they Wasn't revived, that Evil too. Ernie? Was that Evil yeah. Ernie? Yeah. Yeah. And Lady Death. And he's, yeah. Still, yeah. he's still launching Kickstarters to tons of success. I feel like Dynamite publishes them now. I don't know. Good for him, though. What was the, the comics company that made all of the um, autobiographies? <laughs> oh. Oh, oh blue, blue, uh... blue Wave, right? Something like that. They are they're a weird company. They they they're still around. They still doing the bio comics. If you ever get a chance, though, they did one on Justin Bieber, and my comic store has like a free graphic novel day, and I went in there, and it is really they're just unloading shit, like they're just trying to get rid of the worst comics that they can. And that Justin Bieber one was there, and I was like, oh snap, I'm getting this. Dude, it's an atrocity. You gotta get it. <laughs> it is the worst thing I've ever read. It's horrible. But it's great. <laughs> uh, it sounds like interesting reading, honestly. Yeah, it, it's it's honestly, I wouldn't get rid of it. It's not good at all in any way. <laughs> Traced art, super oogie, Ooh, like... Got, gotta, get, gotta get those, that, um... Shit, um... What is it when you're trying to get the actor's face? Gotta the get likeness. That, gotta get that likeness right. Dude, and it's the oogiest likenesses. It's I like, hate... Li- likeness art is the, like a huge red flag to me. If you're going too much for the actor, it, it's just too noticeable, and, the, and it just never looks right. That's all Blue Wave does, though. Oh, I know. That's like their meat and potatoes. That's their bread and butter. Yeah, but they, I don't, they, I don't but know they, of any other type of comic from them. It's hard to say. It's like uh, the Hillary Clinton biography. Yeah, yeah Mother cares. Teresa. <laughs> yeah, I think Marvel did the Mother Teresa book. Really? Or was it? I know DC did John, Pope John Paul. Oh, really? <laughs> that that exists. That's a thing. <sighs> Superman Pope versus John Paul Paul versus Super Pro. <laughs> I, I would read that. I would too. I would Absolutely. So, uh, so let's reel this back in. Yeah, so <laughs> interesting, interesting conversations, our current topic is, you know, what are your thoughts on 2017 and Savage Dragon as a whole? The 25th uh, anniversary. 25th anniversary year. You can, of course, email us at savagefincast at gmail.com, where we'll be sure to read off your letters on the show. And, uh, again, we appreciate everybody who writes in. It's been pretty good turnout since we switched to that format. So thank you so much, everyone, for writing and being a part of our show. I'm going to take it in with a new section. I don't know if we'll do it all the time, guys. I have no idea. Maybe you'll hate this. Maybe you'll love it. Why don't you be a doll and let us know if you love or hate this. But I hear other podcasts and the fun that they have, and I say, I'm going to rip these guys off. (laughs) And so I've brought a game to the Savage Fincast. Very quick. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it. But the rewards are juicy. Let the listener know that if this totally sucks, we had no part in this. Raven didn't tell (laughs) Jim or I anything about this. So we'll put all the blame on Raven. All the angry letters go to Raven. 
they they know nothing. They're going into it blind. I'm uh, the host. I'm not a participant, but <laughs> I can be victimized by the victor's powers. So that's oh, how we'll this victimize works. you. All right. Oh, it's going to be bad. It's potentially going to be bad. Here goes. So this is how the game is played. It's a very quick game. Not all games are going to be this. We can do different games. You know, if this is a segment that we like or whatever. But here's how the game's played. This particular game. All right, Craig, Jim, you're the players. I want you to go to the cast chat. I want you to put the cursor in the message field. Type an X, right? But don't hit enter because that's going to be like your buzzer. Okay. Wait, wait, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, so so it is a buzzer-based game. It's a buzzer. Whoever, because cast will have the timestamp. So wait. Whoever, so go into cast. Go into cast. Type in the text field. Yep. Just an and X and don't R. take the cursor off because you got to press enter. Yeah, because you got to hit enter. Enter's your buzzer. Okay. Wait, let me do a practice. Yeah, just just do a practice. Do a practice like that. Like that. All right, all right, all okay, right. so in that instance, you beat Jim by like a second. What? So literally. Okay. So that's how I'm going to see who buzzed in first, okay? So don't yell your answers out. You're using this buzzer, okay? Okay. All right. So here's it. It's wait, five. Wait, wait. So you're going to tell us, like, we lose points <laughs> if we answer wrong? or No, there's no losing points. You can only gain. It's you whose can... line rules. It's Exactly. And it's five questions, so there will be a winner. Easy. It's best of five. Okay. So here's, here's how it works, okay? Very simple, this game, this time. Um, the game is that I'm going to list four Savage Dragon characters. Mm-hmm. One of the Savage Dragon characters is fake. You need to buzz in and say who is fake. Oh, Jesus Christ. Even all those vicious circle guys have appeared <laughs> once. I'm like, ready, Raven. Purple-headed zit face. He's real. Oh, it's awesome, dude. I'm telling you. I, uh... I got prepared for this, and I was like, oh, yeah. See, so I tried to throw in the first one's a softball just to get you in the mindset. So the first one should be easy. Past that, I kind of get into some bastardry. So <laughs> these are these these hopefully ramp up in difficulty. And uh, here's the thing, too. I am going to, regardless of when you buzz in, mm-hmm. I am going to finish all four answers. Okay. And then I will call for the listener to hear all the choices. And then I will call on whoever is buzzed in. Wait, wait, wait. So, since there's no... I think you should lose a point because then it doesn't stop anyone. It's best of five. From... One of us will have three and the other will have two at, at best, yep. at worst. That's it. It's best of five. But if, uh, if if I just hit the button every time, I have first choice of... Uh... That's not saying And you might get it right, wrong. Though. And then I get immediate second. That means you eliminated one of my choices. Bingo. That's how it works. So if you answer, yeah, you might buzz in first, but then you might not necessarily be right. All right. So, you ready? Yep. All right. And I mean, yeah, like we're locked in any rules. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you, the winner gets a power, a podcast power, after you win. I'll Actually, tell you I what see you Craig's won. point. We can just mash it as soon as you start speaking. Yeah, all right. I get to listen to the whole thing. Let me get to right. listen to the whole question. Then I check think. it out. Here's how I'll do it. I'll read all four, and if you buzz in early, the other guy automatically gets to go. First. I think you should stop reading the question, the first person that buzzes. So, like, oh, yeah. so stop reading whoever buzzes? Yeah. All because right. And then you can read force... the rest yeah. after. Okay, you got it. So that's how I'll do it. I'll stop reading whenever you buzz, and then I'll read the rest for the other guy. Right. How's if I sound? get it wrong. If right. you get it wrong. <laughs> he's like, he's like <laughs> if I get it wrong. All right, all right. <laughs> Cocky, I like it. All right, so here we go. 
<clears throat> first question. Get your buzzers ready. It's a softball, okay? Find the fake character just so you remember. Question one. Is it Octopus, Overlord, <laughs> the Power Maker, or Morgor? Oh, looks like Savage Fincast goes first, Jim. Who is the fake character? You, sh- you sure that's right? You got me first? <laughs> Wait, hold on. No, I don't. <laughs> Craig, go first. Sorry. Craig, <laughs> Craig who's uh, the fake character? Power Maker. Power Maker is correct. It was actually the Power Broker. So, a little tricky there, but all right, Craig, you take the lead. One point on the board. All right, get ready. Here we go. Question number two. Who is the fake character? Is it Oliver Closeoff, Mike Roch, Harry Paratestes, or Mike Hunt? And I've got Jim first. Mike Hunt. That is correct. It's one to one. That's way too obvious for Eric. (laughs) (laughs) Jim, you're on the board. It's one to one. Here we go. Level three. Question number three. Get ready. Got some weirdos. Is it Cap'n Crab, the hookers from Atlantis, inadequate lightning, or blueberry surprise? Oh. I got Jim. No, no wait. Oh, wait, no, <laughs> I don't. I got timestamps, Judge. Oh, I'm sorry. I got Craig. Sorry. Uh, Captain Crab. Captain Crab is correct. <laughs> sorry. Wait, go I, through those again because I love Blueberry Surprise. Like, go through those names again. How horrible are those? <laughs> Level three. Yeah, I was on a theme of weird names. Captain Crab, the hookers from Atlantis, inadequate lightning. Inadequate lightning. (laughs) I I couldn't even believe it. As soon as I saw it, I was like, that's going in. And Blueberry Surprise. So, yeah, man. And Blueberry Surprise has head bolts just (laughs) like Thunderhead. He does. Just like Thunderhead. All right. I don't think you ever get a clear picture of him, though. It's always like there's never any clear, like, shots of Blueberry Surprise, right? No. uh, Blueberry. Oh, wait. There is a clear shot of Blueberry Surprise. Yeah. Uh,. Here we go. Get ready. I want to keep you guys hot. I want to keep you hot. hot. Here we go. Question. Now that Craig is in the lead, Jim's got a point, but this is a chance for either Craig to pull away and win. Yeah, three wins. Or Jim to even it up. So here goes. This is the harder level four. Match point. Get ready. This could be the game. The fake character. Would it be... Did you say character? Queric. The fake (laughs) character. Would it be Bug, Bug Out, Bug Eye, or Bug Guy? Oh, just checking my timestamp. It looks like I've got <laughs> Jim is first. Jim, who is the fake character? Bug. That is incorrect. Craig Olson, your remaining choices are Bug Out, Bug Eye, or Bug Guy? Bug Eye. Wrong as well. What? No one takes a point. What's the God. wrong one? Bug I don't guy? get the fifty-fifty. The wrong one is bug out. Uh. <laughs> so bug, bug eye, and bug guy were all correct. So here we go. Oh this man, is for the the winner this, of the tie. This, this, is, this is, is the, the winner. Tie. This is the winner or the tie. So 
Uh, as far as tiebreaker goes, I'll have to figure that one out. <laughs> yeah, you there will. You I'll, fi- I'll figure that one out. Don't worry. We'll, we'll, Don't worry. We'll you're not going to have to figure it out. We'll get it. Oh, <laughs> all right. Jim, you going to let that stand? You going to trash talk? I didn't hear him. <laughs> I was <too> focused. <laughs> Laser focused from Jim Purcell. Craig Olson can practically already taste that podcast power. Here goes. <laughs> the fake character, is it the big mummy? Mauve, Wolfman, Doc Nosferatu, or Duke Frankenstein? Craig Olson on the board first. Who's the fake character? Duke Frankenstein. That is incorrect. Jim, your remaining questions, your remaining choices are the big mummy, Mauve, Wolfman, or Doc Nosferatu? Doc Nosferatu? Oh, that is correct. That was it. Was down to those two. See, was, Ma- Mob Wolfman, I would believe Eric would do. That's Mob, he just appeared. He was like that giant wolf guy, right? When he was the, the giant the Wolfman. Mob Wolfman's got moves. Oh we all gosh. know what the big mummy is. The big mummy, yeah. Like, it, doesn't he just rando appear? Yeah, he's a big mummy. <laughs> all right. So I guess it proves that Craig and I are equal <laughs> in all ways. <laughs> So here we go. Get ready. Wait, wait, wait so you're you gonna are make doing this, a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker? I, I I don't, but I got it real quick. I knew what it would be. <laughs> I, I knew I knew there would be a, tie, a potential for a tiebreaker. I hope I we just, both get this wrong. I just got to get this as really quick, like, and there's no getting it really wrong. Uh, so what? much as I'm, I'm saying, there's no way it's, it's got to work out. It's got to work out. Is all I'm saying. So get ready. Here we go. This one is. I, I had this prepared. Just got to go here to make sure that I don't. I don't want to be wrong, so I just got to make sure they got it right. All right, all right, okay, get ready. So, well, on your buzzers, are you prepared? Yes. Here we go. There is. Uh, is this multiple choice or is it another? It is multiple choice, just like this. All right, get ready. Of these, <laughs> this, this, this is for the game. This is the game. Someone has to win, ladies and gentlemen. Of these characters. Which is fake? Is it Overlord 1, <laughs> Overlord 2, Overlord 3, or Overlord 4? <laughs> and looks like Craig's on the board. No way. It looks like Jim's on the board first. Overlord 4. Overlord 4 is correct. Oh my gosh, guys. Good job. Raven. Literally <laughs> that only is the one worst tiebreaker. I know, dude. <laughs> I could have buzzed in when you said Overlord 3. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I wasn't really expecting you to go to tie. I thought someone would win. Yeah, the, there was no Overlord 2, guys. It went straight to 3. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I so mostly didn't okay. buzz in because I couldn't believe you were going to like say Overlord 4. <laughs> See, what you should have done is you should have said Overlord 3 and then baited us into buzzing and then the fourth one would be some random name. <laughs> or Dr. Noodles. <laughs> well, regardless of whether All right, what does Jim win? What do I lose out on? Regardless of whether or not the, the tiebreaker was shitty, uh, I had a good time. I hope you guys had a good time listening. Now it's time for the precious spoils to the victor. Jim, your podcast power. It's a good power to have going into the discussion. 
you get the ability twice to say Raven or Craig, whoever. Raven or Craig, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Okay. And we don't get to fight I mean, back. What what fun is that? Hey, that's your power. You won, dude. You got the ability to shut down an argument. That doesn't mean the other person can't disagree, but you could shut them down too and then lose your powers. <laughs> So that's your power, dude. You your power is to, to look like an asshole. I, yeah, I promise to use it only for good. <laughs> hey, nobody ever said that. You know, I mean, heavy is the head that wears a crown and other such sayings. So there you Ridiculous go. Ridiculousness. This is. It's great. Don't, it's a good game. I like that actually. That I was thought, fun, Raven. It's I'm actually glad. a good use of the the uh, the chat screen kind of to to use as a buzzer. Ingenious. You gotta learn how to read those timestamps, though, Raven, because you got it wrong like every single time. He's just looking at the one that shows up on top. Yeah. Last wins. That's the way I had it. Well, I'm glad you liked it. Uh, I hope that uh, you know what's funny too is that like even on the other one, like the show I'm ripping off, people will totally forget their power. So they like they'll go the whole podcast and just like waste their their winnings. Whatever, it's up to you. I'm just saying, you got the ability. If one of us is like, I don't know, Jim, uh, I think bald is beautiful. You can be like, no, Raven. Shut you down, Raven. I'm using my power right now. <laughs> I'm Shut <sorry>. it up. <laughs> Shut it up. <laughs> That's He's it. still laughing. Yeah. He's laughing. <laughs> what, are the, what are other types of powers? I can't picture anything else you could do. You could make someone explain themselves. That's like you, you look at someone and be like, "I'm sorry, you have to elaborate on that." Sing like, on air. Yeah, yeah. You could, you could. Uh, there's different things. You could like make a man weep. Like you have to do an impression of a dog right now. Nice, nice. I'm kidding. Please don't do. <laughs> Please let that never be a power. I don't know. I'm just saying. And the way that the other podcast does it, maybe we'll do this too. Just rip them all the way off. If you guys think you got a game, you know, you could email it in, savagefincast at gmail.com. No guarantees or anything, but I mean, you know, you see about how we kind of did it. You know what we can do. So if you come next up to something. You, next power has to be you can force a co-host to talk in radio voice. <laughs> For how long? I don't know. Not that long, but. Force a co-host to, uh force a co-host to agree with you <laughs> what's the station that pays and plays for days <laughs> for force a co-host to talk like dung hey and welcome back to the savage fincast <laughs> the show that is always prepared except for when we aren't <laughs> day. let's talk about that interesting conf- conference whatever forget it <laughs> slide whistle <laughs> Interesting conversations. Nailed oh, it. behave. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it, dude. <laughs> oh, God. It's the worst. I love it. So, meat and potatoes. It's meat and yeah. potatoes time. Straight into it. Yeah, this is all meat and potatoes Fincast. Ladies and gentlemen, we here at the Savage Fincast <laughs> like to uh, provide a professional show of uh, professional quality. Um, but once in a while, even we, superhumans, gods, are brought low by random mistakes. 
After recording the majority of the episode you're currently listening to, we discovered that uh, our current recording solution ate about three-fourths of our episode. Yep. All of this episode review we've already gone over once amongst ourselves. Gone. Poof to the ether. Yep. So we return again to go over what we once went over the first time <laughs> with even less enthusiasm. I gotta say... I'm afraid. I think we had a good run, though, because, goddamn, it's been years, and we never had a problem once. Yeah, we've never lost an episode. You can put that on our tombstone. And I've listened to podcasts... I've listened to the podcast that in two years' time, they've lost, like, seven shows. So we're doing good. Recording over the internet is always dicey. Things can go wrong and do go wrong. Like, you'll get quality problems. Most of the time, you'll wind up with, like, sound artifacts you can't solve that just came out of nowhere. <laughs> but, yeah, getting your episode eaten, that's always a danger. I mean, we're lo- we were lucky we only lost everything after this point, which, to be honest, wasn't much. No. Nah. I mean, they'll never hear our post-episode chit-chat about Marvel Superhero Universe. It was horrible and inane. Yeah. <laughs> it had no value. So you didn't... Nothing of value was lost. Nothing of value was lost. Do you think it was divine intervention? Perhaps. Yeah, I, I do, because I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? That was just a shit show. So we, we, I think in a lot of ways, the dear listeners got spared. Suppose so. Yeah. This is, I think, we're going to be a slimmer trimmer fincast. It's going to be better. To be fair, this was already a slim and trim episode, so... It was slimmer er er trimmer er er <laughs> Well, let's take it from the tippy top, why don't we? Let's let's have some you guys ready for some meat and potatoes leftovers? Right? Yeah. Leftovers? Or, I hate leftovers. <laughs> or do overs. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you guys ever had this experience when somebody tried to like church up the leftovers. Church like, them up? Yeah, yeah. Like you'd be having hot dogs for the second night, but like maybe they'd crack open a new can of chili and put some cheese on top of the hot dogs. Just say church them called? up. Is that church? what it's called? Church them up. You know, fix it up. It's just a turn of phrase. It has nothing to a do. Turn of phrase for who? <laughs> for Raven and his family, obviously. <laughs> I'm just saying, try to try to spice it up. You know, I'm just saying it's never good. Is what I'm saying is you still feel like you're eating hot dogs two nights in a row. So yeah, we're gonna do our I, best. Wait, 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 but you're using the word church is equal to spice it up. So that's your. Like, I think your uh, equivalent of a good time or freshen up is like go to church. The origin of church it up is simply, you know, when you put on your Sunday best and you go into right. church. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But right, you're really it. a piece of shit under those nice it. church clothes. Oh, I see. That's when you say church it up. Yeah. So. But yeah. you're really a piece of shit under those nice church clothes. <laughs> yeah, <that's it>. so, <laughs> so in a lot of ways, we're just trying to church up this rehash. <laughs> so is, the... The important thing about this issue, 229, is that Eric uh, drew the whole thing in what he called small size. Yep. Uh, because he, he works in three sizes, his usual double up, then there's standard mm. size, and then there's one size smaller than that. 11 by 17 is the middle. Right, so that's standard. Yep, that's standard, that's middle. Um, so this smaller size, he, probably, he, 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 he stumbled into it while working on the cover. Because he uh, couldn't figure out how to make uh, Maxine look good in the double-up size. She was mm-hmm. looking real, real weird with that much detail. 
So he used a smaller one to just get this cover cranked out. And... Well, for the background on his Facebook page, he showed one, right? Yeah. In, like, photorealistic almost detail. Yeah. And it just, it doesn't look cartoony, so it doesn't it look right. It doesn't look like Maxine. No, it doesn't. Like, the neck just looked like a normal girl's neck, which was, like, shorter and thicker than, mm. like, Maxine's long, skinny neck. So, by happy accident, he decided to do the whole issue that way. Two, uh, results. <laughs> Two results. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a fan. Uh, yeah. Of course, I, again, we, we've already gone over this issue, so we'll just we'll just broad stroke it. We kind of feel collectively that this issue... Lines are really wonky looking. A lot of them are too th- look too thick. Uh, in particular, uh, I think you said it incredibly eloquently last time. So here's a rehash for us, but first time for you listeners. Jim made the great assessment that what you get is on a normal Savage Dragon issue, uh, characters kind of get oversimplified in the far, far distance. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and then your mid tier guys look, you know, mid tier quality, and then your guys up close look great. Well, that's kind of the whole issue here. It's like your characters in the foreground you look pretty good, but then like everyone mid-tier looks more like their background right. quality normally. And then the really background guys are really scribbly loose. Ooh, yes. Super loose. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of, kind of, it, it was not a, uh, I would say it was not a smashing, resounding success. We also think that maybe he didn't use a ruler this issue. We know, we know he didn't. <laughs> there are a lot of uh, buildings that aren't very straight. To uh, to mixed results, I would say, for instance, uh, the when you flip and you see like underneath the Tim Hortons logo, yeah, where the Tim Hortons lettering looks so good, but yep. then the bricks are wavy wobble, wavy wobble. That we didn't super duper duper love. St. Michael's Hospital is another really super good example of the wibble wobble. But then, didn't we kind of like that like tower? I did kind of. I like the tower. I kind of like the wobbly. I like eh. the tower. I kind of liked it. I, not so much the tower, but the, the buildings below it. They're yeah. kind of all over the place. I'm okay with it. Um, thing I didn't love, and you'll notice it throughout the issue, was the um, real thick-ass cross-hatching. Oh, yeah. Um, and you see it in most egregiously uh, when Maxine and her mom are sitting in the Tim Hortons, like in their shadows in the right. chairs, are like this crisscross cross-hatch. I also didn't super love when the cross-hatch was like in the characters' mouths. Yep, like Which, Maxine at the hospital. Yeah, Maxine at the hospital, uh, you see, you know, Maxine when she's in the squit panel. Uh, basically, when the crosshatching's in the background, for some reason I don't care as much. When it's, like, in a character's mouth, I don't know. I just kind of would have preferred that to be, like, solid black. Yeah, I mean, in every spot that he uses it, it looks like it was supposed to be solid black. Yep. Because <laughs> either it's, like, that open door or it's her open mouth or Bingo. shadow. Yep. I'm just not a fan of, like, the scritchy, scratchy inks. Like, they're not, like, a slick, curved line. It's, like, a scratchy. Right. I just don't... It, my other pet peeve is, like, when the art is so loose that the colorist has to kind of close the... Circle. The I lines close the up. lines, yeah. 
just not a fan. I just this time I don't know. I know it's an experiment for Eric to kind of do the different sizes. And I bet in some ways this sped up the process a lot, which is why we got it this year. Yeah, you know, yeah, and I think you know one of the big things that we had mentioned last time, which you see once in a while, that really kind of annoy me are the the wonky eyes when he does like the quick inks. Oh yeah, which yeah. you get a few of those. Most egregious up in the tower, the blonde woman. Where her eyes appear to be exiting her skull in different directions. Yeah, yeah the wall-eyed effect that is created there is not good. I, I I recall commenting she actually looked like she was blind, and I thought it was a joke that she was saying, <laughs> "I can't." I I love the view, but the woman was blind. Yeah, like she's reaching her hand out. I even see where you're coming from because, like, she's reaching her hand out, like, just out into the distance there. Yeah. <laughs> like she doesn't know where she is in in relation to space. Yeah. Which uh you know again it, it's fine. It's like you said and here's the benefit of hindsight. Um we didn't have the letters column. Uh our first recording was a um Early. physical physical issueless recording. So we don't get copy. the letters column. Oh, is there more is there info juicy Not- tidbits? Not much. Here's the tidbit. This is the little wink, nod, inside loop. Is in the, Eric kicks off the letters column just by saying, um, trying to catch up so that my Christmas issue can actually go on sale prior to the holidays. Wish me luck. So, last time we sort of just kind of spent, like, maybe like went a little bit back and forth on whether it was an art experiment or whether he was just trying to get 12 out this year or whatever. To me, that kind of does say... That this was as much a speed thing yep. as it was anything else. Yep. Because, you know, there was a super fucking quick turnaround on this issue. So, I don't know. And we had an interesting conversation last year that I do think is worth revisiting. Is um, And, I mean, I think I kind of already know the answer, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway just for the listeners uh, to, have a, to hear us have a go at it. Is that do you two... For the sake of getting 12 issues, do you mind the occasional, like, uh, dip in quality? Or would you rather it was all killer, no filler, even if it means less issues? I think if this issue is indicative of the artistic, I won't say, I won't say artistic quality because, you know, it's still better than most comics. Yeah. I, I, I would say that maybe it needs to cook a little more. Um, like like 10, 10 or 11 is enough a year? I Well, that's the thing. It's one thing, I mean, if Eric wants to do 12 books in a year, that's fine. But I think there's a reason most peop, most creators right now do 11 or 10 and schedule for that many, as opposed to trying to cram 12 in. If I got 10 issues that look like issue 76 or 77, I would take that. You just you just have a trade collection for your off month come out <laughs> to cover the gap so that you're still on the stands. And uh, you know, not to pucker up and shit on it entirely. There's highlights in this oh, issue. Oh sure, there's plenty to love a, in this issue. A plenty. Um, I think I said it last time. I super duper do love for whatever reason, you know, the cartooning does totally work on, like, Maxine's mom and her. Sure. Uh, I think anytime the characters are close up, like the squid panel, or the picture, the panel of the girls fighting, you know... In uh, Dimension X. In Dimension X, you yep. know, the big splash page of the cum monster. All of this is awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we good. determined that this uh, this uh, new villain is made of cum. 
We, 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 we made sure to point that out multiple times last time. <laughs> Sorry you don't get to hear it come up organically, but there you have it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so I think it's, I think it's um, more missed than hit, but I don't think it's all bad. Uh, I think it's an interesting thing that his next issue experiment, which he's already announced, he already said on Facebook, yep. is that he's going to be doing uh, various sizes, and then he's going to just, you know, obviously it'll all run at standard shrunk down comic size, but apparently there's times when he thinks, you know, like maybe for a splash page, it's like, okay, like I can get enough detail out of this, I don't need to draw on the big car door pages. Well, I, I would think that on a splash page, he would do the double twice up on the stuff that requires detail and then Mm -hmm. the stuff that needs less detail he uses the smaller stuff here's the irony of that um when he needs those small figures that's when you would need the bigger paper sure so that like so for instance like the the next to last page where malcolm is you know chasing cum monster down in the sewers like See how the it's you got the faraway shot and all that like all that would look better better if it was drawn bigger yeah and and then shrunk down so actually like when you've got like a big solid like fill the page image without a tent it's detail that's it yeah yep. you you said it we I'm, went I'm, we went into detail yeah. about uh uh dragon and the three geometric shapes clinging to him at the bottom of the page of the sewer <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, Tyrone looking a little uh, abstract. I like Jack. Swingy swingy Jack. I still like it. It does look like a Picasso. It's a bunch of triangles glued together. But, uh, you know, hey, I mean, fuck. For my money, I'm okay with the occasional issue that looks like this. I will say that, um, you know, obviously in comics, not everything uh, has to be perfect and not everything has to be a masterpiece. Right. But I did see uh, somebody's reaction to the Poo Poo restaurant panels. Okay. They made their way onto CBR. And oh, somebody's really? like, yeah, and somebody is like, wow, that art is really rough. And that's the only bad thing about the occasional dip in quality is potentially everything is someone's first exposure to your work. Right. So, or, or and if you're not a, if you're not a regular reader, and someone mm-hmm. posts something like this, it's it's a bad like first impression. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's not indicative of the actual quality. Yeah, like people have no idea that like you know that's not the way the book looks like even most of the time, like or even a quarter of the time. Only like, some of the time. Yeah, well, it's it's rare. The book doesn't go down like to simplified art like this very often at all. So I don't know. It's all good. It's and cool. The but... funny thing about it, about it is it's not because Eric's a bad artist. He chose to do it shorthand this yeah. way. It's, 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 a, it's a testament to his talent that he can go this loose and it's still A, read as a style, and B, read as a comic. Oh, yeah. And again, like I said, there's still moments in here that are incredibly fucking awesome. Um, we mentioned it on our previous recording, but like... Just the Malcolm, you know, when he catches Thunderhead and, like, that panel of him leaping towards the reader with his hand outstretched, you know, that's cool. 
It's yeah. cool looking stuff. Even the villain is is a cool visual. Though I do recall asking why the dark parts of his mouth and face had color gaps. Very, yeah, that very strange. That was uh, we were. That was when you uh, guys were drawing criticism for not filling in the blacks. Yeah, yeah. Which again, you know, around his mouth, it creates a skull like effect there. So. But you know, ironically, again, to uh, on on its credit, I remember like on this page, I and I still like it the way that the building, you know, thock where him and Thunderhead are landing on top of the building. Yep. I, I like the way the strokes are done on the building. Like I like the way that looks. Yeah. So it's not all you know. It's not the end of the world. It's just uh, yeah, some stuff is more uh, of a home run than others. We should probably touch on the big uh, the big. Uh... Uh, development from this issue that Maxine appears to be pregnant again. Yeah. That's which, what I was not expecting, especially coming off the vasectomy stuff from last issue. I wasn't expecting it either. <laughs> no, it's it's a lot. It could be four kids. I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy. It's weird because, like, even in the book, they're like, uh, we don't care about another kid. So it is kind of funny, like, I think, like, uh, we, we kind of had a sort of, like, do you, what do you even think this fourth kid thing is all about? Like, it's not going to add much to the book to have a fourth dragon, baby. So where do you think even... Yeah. And, Jim, you mentioned that without Lorella like, readily available... Where's she going to get her pregnancy gear so she doesn't get exploded? Yeah. Yeah, Maxine is in super deep shit being pregnant, so... I don't know, dude. I hope this fourth baby doesn't fucking kill Maxine. I'm going to super hate that fourth baby. I'm going to hate the shit out of that fourth baby if it kills Maxine. Right. It seems like a story development that could only go bad places. Like, it could only make things worse. We'll see. I mean, I honestly have no idea what it, what it, what it, what it's for. What it where it's gonna go? I got no predictions. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just uh, maybe uh, it'll be a human. Yeah, I was gonna say something. I thought of that's so funny. You said that something. I thought of is like where Amy had like human toes. Like I wonder if like. Oh yeah, the, I forgot about that. The new baby well, well, will be a human. Amy had more than human toes. She was born human, then turned into a dragon. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Shit. And so you never know, like what kind of crazy story shit this. Oh, I totally forgot about that too. Holy shit! That's right. I speculate. I speculate the future. She'll be able to control that. Ah, oh, that's a good. uh, That's a good observation. Yeah, that'd be Ah. pretty crazy. Yeah, human baby uh, would be the best outcome. Or you could have a baby that looks like she dragon. That's just like. Human looking but green. Human hair but green. I'd be okay with that. But then you'd hear, oh, She Hulk rip off. <laughs> yeah, fuck haters. <laughs> At this point, it's going to take 16 years before we know they look like as adults anyway, though. That's true. But uh, the other development, I guess you could say, was that uh, Kevin seems to be. Willing to make a commitment with Maxine's mom, which I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, the guy's a chick magnet. I didn't really see him trying to lock down the lie, but what are you going to say? Must have been good. Dude, the sad thing is, like, Maxine's mom is only, like, a few years older than me. <laughs> no, dude. Everybody's like, she's 20 years older than you, Kevin. Gross. And I'm like, she's not that old. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like she says. It's not that she's old now. It's that she'll be old in 20 years. And he'll what? still be... Oh, yeah, well, it's like Kevin says. What about the time that they can still have together, Jim? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. It it is weird. I tell you, it is funny because, like, it's funny you bring it up, Craig, because, like, dating in your 30s is fucking completely bizarre because 20-somethings still find you attractive, but you're, like, almost 40, and you're just like, God damn, we're so different. Like, we have so much different lives. (laughs) That's why you got to read more comic books, Raven. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Raven, your times. life is your life, Raven, is pretty much different than anyone else's when <laughs> with all the comic book drawing that you do. I don't know. I'm saying, dude, I'm... your Facebook status is either a I'm ordering pizza or b the next Raven's Dojo page <laughs> is coming up. You know what Raven's about? Or c some like witty little saying that's in that like making fun of the making fun of the blog. making fun of the Facebook background. <laughs> it's a sad life but usually it's just um drawing a new page or uh ordering pizza that's true you you've got my number <laughs> i i put it out i can't deny it i there's nothing i can really say i can't be like oh yeah i'll show you and then my next facebook status is i'm ordering chinese food guys <laughs> hashtag take that craig <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that mean? No, no, it's accurate. I, I mean things are untrue. That's true. I can't say shit about it. I didn't mean it in a mean way. No. <laughs> oh, I meant that funny. only like a very select few other cartoonists could identify. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think people in their 30s know know what it's like to to have young people like you. No. And and you're just like that's a huge gap. <laughs> Jim said no. <laughs> Jim says no. No one's ever liked me. Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you it. what, my my wife works at University of uh, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And uh I've in the past have gone and had lunch with her at like one of those student unions mm-hmm. and have heard like just college kids talking and I just want to strangle them because <laughs> they just they just sound so stupid and you're just like, oh. "All right, Alex, I'll dial it back." <laughs> That's just the difference in your life, like. No, um, I do find myself being like I hate teenagers as I get older. I knew I, I knew, hated teenagers when I was a teenager. That's okay, true. Okay, I, in college, <clears throat> I, I had a I knew a chick who uh, she was like about ten years, just ten. That's not even the twenty year gap mentioned in the book here. She was ten years older than the dude she was with, and they were constantly having generation gap problems, even though it was only ten years. Like, she'd bring up, like, some, like, huh, remember cassette tapes? And the guy'd be like, no. Wait, so he he was the younger one? He was the younger one. She was the older. Wow. So I'm just saying, like, I mean, 20 years is a big fucking deal. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. I, I have young people that are starting at, in my office at my work, and they're, like, in their 20s. So they're, like, 20 years younger than me. And there's plenty of times where I make, like, references that I just get blank stares. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like Captain America. I get that one, guys. Yeah. 
Oh, that's rough. I, it is rough. I, I'm rooting for them. I know it sounds funny, but like I think it would make for a more interesting like problems and drama. Uh, but who knows? Who knows if they'll stay together? She'll probably get turned off by all the superhuman fighting that happened right in front of her. Getting uh, almost murdered by a cum monster is probably the line. <laughs> or what if it has a complete opposite effect and it's like... Ooh, my life's so much more exciting now. It could go that way. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was a good development. Um, the other, like, so there was basically uh, Maxine's pregnant. Uh, yep. You know, Ma- Kevin and Maxine's mom are going to make a go at it. Then the introduction of a new villain who actually does get away. He doesn't die in one punch. No. And he is a somewhat formidable foe with the Wolverine claws. He's a goop monster. They're hard to kill. I'm down with it, dude. Notoriously difficult to kill. I like like this guy. He doesn't get a cool monster name in this issue, but uh, I, I think he's a cool character. Are you telling me... That's dirt. Wait, uh, Finley. Finley is a, a, a name that invokes fear in the hearts of the innocent. <laughs> I mean, Finley. Yeah, I, if you saw him coming, you'd be pretty scared. But not Finley. No, Thunderhead. Scary. Finley. Not scary. I like his. Uh, I like his face. I like his design. His goopy design. I like you know. The fact that he popped claws, like, you know, I hope we see this guy show up more and, like, make weapons. I like the way he kills his boss. Like, I thought that was badass. Bad way to go. <laughs> Having your eyeballs <laughs> shot out with cum. <laughs> he should. He does. He even says, suck on it, Morris, suck on it. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. Sterling. Sterling. I think I saw uh, an article. We're we're comic know nothings. Apparently, Sterling Morris is uh, and the secretary both are a reference to Captain Marvel. Really? Yup. Billy Batson's boss was oh. Sterling Morrison. Oh. Uh. So that's a, that's a an illusion. So makes a lot more sense why Sterling Morris got the money shot. Huh. He's dead. He's dead now. But no, this guy's got a cool... He's got a cool face and cool powers. All he needs is a cool name. Jim, right now, name him cool. Do you know Sterling Morrison was a guitar player for the Velvet Underground? Was he? Yep. The Cummudgeon. (laughs) Craig, you go. Craig, name him cool now. (laughs) <laughs> what's this guy's cool monster name go uh it's not curmudgeon i'll tell you that much <laughs> i don't know dude i do quite get a kick out of how eric's drawn wieners on like every villain now it's great dude i think it's fantastic i think that like if you were gonna be a big drippy gooey monster. You probably wouldn't think. Better hide the dong, dude. How long before you think like we get a full splash page of Malcolm Dong? Heroic Dong, dude. I'm putting it's I, the last frontier, dude. You got it's gotta. He every seems like every issue is kind of 
going further and further. It's the last it's frontier. Just... If you think we've seen tons of Is that an audible dog. sigh from Jim? <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> He's like, did I re-record for this? I think he just hung up his headphones and walked away. Smega man. <laughs> he was just thinking really hard about that. That's all it was. I'm going to call him a Glop. Really? Just a sound effect name? Yeah, don't you think Glop is a good name? No. No, I don't. <laughs> glop like, and Bloop? Like every goopy villain. Not every goopy villain is named that. What about Clayface? He could be called Glop. I mean, he could, but he ain't. How about Cumface? C-Man. Or, uh, oh, what's it called? Facial Man. Facial? Facial is a very 90s name. Like, he could be called Facial. Bukaki. Now you're reaching. But it is awesome still. Protein. Protein? What? Jesus. <laughs> Venture Brothers already used that. Did they? Yeah. The proteins. As a come Oh, well, that's not the same thing. Is it? No. Were they used in that way? Then it's it's all good. It's all gravy. If you start worrying about who's done what, you'll never get any work done. His name will be Richard Cheese. <laughs> Damn you, I was getting a drink while you said that. <laughs> <clears throat> you choked me up good. <laughs> so, just real quick, uh, we should probably go over the backups. Protein. <laughs> <laughs> Protein. I mean, we don't have to. Before, real quick, before we do the backups, because again, this just wasn't. We'll just do the recap on the issue. Basically, uh, overall, more or less, uh, the other thing is that the girls decide they want to go home. Yeah, yeah and you that's, know, that's that's one thing I I do I, I brought up before we flubbed the whole last recording. But mm-hmm. one thing I do kind of like about this is that we, we get the angel and. Jennifer and Alex kind of in Dimension X and they're just kind of doing their own thing. Right. You know, and it's got to lead to somewhere because usually, I think, like I said last time, was uh, if Eric just wants to hide characters like uh, Lorella, they just kind of go off to another country or to another state. Go to Washington. And so he can kind of... Yeah, he can kind of put them away for like, you know, as long as he wants and then pick up back with them when he wants. But he's building up to something with... The three ladies here. Oh, right. We mentioned, I don't know what uh, it is. We mentioned that they found more corpses and more, uh, apparently, more babies removed. Yes. Right. Um, and it's, it is interesting. Uh, Which just makes because... me worry they might actually run into Glum. Yeah. Well, they're on we his planet, assumed... too, right? Yeah. That we all assumed that Glum was, like, just long gone, like, high and dry. Right. Like, got, like out of the book for a while, but, like, they're all over. They're still finding remnants of his activities when, you know, they're supposed to think he's dead. And I don't know if this was artistically intentional, but you'll notice when the girls make their decision to change directions, the panels stop being top to bottom and start going left to right. Ah, so that's kind of cool. Maybe, maybe intentional, maybe not. Interesting. But that was it. That was it. Like mainly, those were the main things. I mean, again, just I guess you couldn't ask for a better issue to lose your podcast on. It was pretty much not like over eventful. Uh, just I mean, you know what? Didn't we give numbers? I give this one like a seven, sure. seven and a half. 
Yeah, I wouldn't go that high for me. Yeah, yeah, me and Al, me and uh, Craig were more like fives, sixes. I think I was lower than that. I gave it seven. I'm going to justify my seven because the monster was cool and lived. I genuinely did not see the Maxine pregnancy thing coming because I'm a sucker. And uh, I think that, you know, the art experiment was more successful than it was a failure. And so that's it. So I give it a seven. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a three. Just Ooh. in the yeah. Sorry, sorry, Eric. That's Don't fine. Hey, you know I I usually love every issue. This one, meh, it's okay. I'm giving it a three, and and the reason why. Uh, I think that one of the only cooler things of the issue is the monster guy, but uh, even he seems a little generic. The way he just kind of comes in and attacks a guy and takes off. It's not. You know, there's no real story behind it. Um, well, he's better motivated than uh, than uh, Tantrum. I am yeah, I, and yeah, it's true. And the reason why, also a three, is I don't feel like besides, I don't feel like there was much progression this issue. You know, the girls are still walking on, you know, Glum's planet. They're still beating up hordes of aliens. It's like, all right, we've kind of seen that. You know, Eric's still kind of showing us different locations of Canada. Okay, I get it. They're in Canada. Um, <laughs> well, for nah, another, you know, the same. This even only the second issue of them being in Canada, right? But you know, I get it. They're in Canada. But uh, <laughs> you sure? <laughs> then the sex scene was very reminiscent of last issue, which we already got. You know, maybe space it out a little bit. I mean, it's cool. I, again, this is just the reasons why I'm giving it a three. It just. It's perfectly fine. Your opinion's your own. There's no no problem. There's no problem with you know having the occasional. And I, eh. and I and I felt like the only thing that really kind of elevated not elevated this but kind of shocking thing of this issue was the news of the new baby. Which I don't know why he's going back there. I, I have to think or hope that it's like some different twist because I really don't think they need like a fourth kid. Like you said, I don't think it's going to add anything to the story. Um, but I have to think that there's got to be some kind of twist to it. Yeah. Dude. I don't know. It, or it's just going to be Eric. Like, Oh, she had a miscarriage. Oh God. I hope not, dude. I hope it's not a non bomb like that. She, she cheated on Malcolm. We, oh, that would be the worst. I'm still seething from the seeker thing. It has, like the whole oh yeah, thing. there was no secret in this issue. I never mentioned that last time we recorded. Oh, that's a good point. No ramifications from the seeker last issue. That's a good point. This issue could have had some seeker redemption. Not one single seeker secret. Oh man, you know what? I got to take it down to a six point five. <laughs> because Look. no, that was uh, you know what? I mean, I'm sorry to like just totally run with that, but like you're right. One of the things when the Seeker had no secrets, I was thinking, well, you know, they could maybe become a next issue. It could be a pacing thing. Yeah, maybe he's on the autopsy table and they take the mask off and it's just a robot or something. Bingo. Like, I was thinking, uh, maybe, you know, we'll get that next month. Maybe it just didn't, but nothing. So you're right, dude. You know what? No, five and a half. Wow, that's almost dropped a lot. Well, I just thought that that could have been a big chance to, like, redeem that preview. Because the thing is, in a long-running series like this, anytime something's, like, not a home run, you might not be getting the whole picture. Show the Seeker, like, regenerate himself and take off. Give us hope that, you know. 
It would be something more my than final just a throwaway rating guy. Is, my final rating is better than all God being shot by jets. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, I want to go back and listen to that podcast. That is again. the lowest uh, point I think I've ever gotten. Savage Dragon is that issue. That was disappointing. It was, it was I want to awesome. go back and re-listen to that podcast. That was an awesome visual, but it was a disappointing fate. I think I think if I recall, it had more to do with because that was the end of the uh, invasion arc the, from uh, um, whatever those those uh, Vanguard's aliens were called. Yeah, the Skagillians or whatever. Yeah, whatever they're called. <laughs> the Ty- Tyrus Combine or That's something. It. They were, yeah. The the resolution of that whole thing. Oh, we better find out. We're going to get yelled at if I don't know that one. <laughs> How dare you call yourself a podcast host? You're nothing but a chud. chud. Guys, I'm sorry. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. You know what? I, I rate you a nine and a half for knowing that. <laughs> good, good wasn't, for you, wasn't it Craig, Craig the guy who told us about Basket Case? Yes, Were you? I'm pretty sure he's well versed in this shit. You yes. get a ten, dude. When I was young, I rented a lot of stupid horror movies. Uh, that just took all the puppet masters, dude. I my my grandmother. Do you guys have? Maybe you do. Uh, I had a uh, grandmother. Yes. Well, no, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Maybe you have a grandmother. You're not as soulless as I thought. Um. <laughs> James, uh, Jim, did you have Stop and Shop in your area? No, we had Big M and uh, Price Chopper. Do you know what Stop and Shop is? I have, Raven? I have, or, I have, I have, I have Stop and Shops now. It's, I still it's just don't a, have them. It's just a grocery store. But yeah. In like the late '80s, early '90s, they all started getting like video rental like uh, stores sure. built in the grocery. Store. Most grocery stores did at that yeah. point. So yeah. my my grandmother worked at one, and I had. I, I was in a phase in my life where I would just watch horror movies all the time with my dad. But awesome. they scared the shit out of me. And so I'd go to bed scared. All the Candymans. <laughs> yeah. and awesome. But my my grandmother Fantasm. would save me all of the horror movie posters from the video store oh, when they were lucky. done with them. And so – but she was being so nice to give them to me. But I fucking – I loved them but I hated them at the same time. So all around my bed at night, there was like posters <laughs> of Ghoulie – there was Ghoulies, Ghoulies. There was uh, the the Gate. There oh, was yeah. uh, there was Waxworked. There was gem. I had a Nightmare on Elm Street three. Or was it was two or three, and it was a three D plastic poster with like Freddy sticking out with his like claw hand. Jesus, I'm so yeah. jealous. And so the, it was all around my room, and I was terrified to sleep at night. <laughs> I had the Super Mario Brothers movie poster. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, Jim. Yeah, that's kind of even scarier if it had, like, uh, Bowser on it. <laughs> yeah, the Dennis Hopper Bowser. I love mud. Oh, talk it's about it. Isn't that, like, the, probably one of the worst movies ever made? Super Mario Brothers, the movie, is a good movie if it's not a, if you don't think it's, of it as a Mario movie. Well, why did they always do that in the 90s? Like, all right, we're going to make Super Mario Brothers a movie, and it's going to be nothing like it. All right, we're going to make He-Man, and it's going to be nothing like it. Like, they oh, just, we'll make The Punisher. It'll be nothing He-Man like it. He-Man was more like He-Man than the Mario Brothers movie was like Super Mario. He-Man yeah. had – they didn't have one character besides Skeletor and He-Man that was from, like – Really? You know what? Maybe also, also was made by Also, it was made by Canon Films, so – I they don't made mean all these new characters. 
I don't mean to derail this derailing, but like yeah. <laughs> I, I do want to bring up a gym that, as we were talking, reemerged in my mind. <laughs> I don't even know how we got here, but whatever. Raven just cut out. No, I'm here. I'm oh. here. <laughs> the the uh, the the we. This is a, a a treasure that I just rescued from our forgotten show. When you look at the squit page. What's the squit? Which is the squit? The Maxine, the like where she's riding Malcolm and it says oh, squit. Yeah. All right. When you look at the squit page, we were commenting and complimenting. First, Jim brought up the uh, Death Star explosion ring. <laughs> yeah. On the on the. Explosion I, I was more ring. pointing out uh, Malcolm T posing. Well, see, here's what's awesome. This is the treasure that I unearthed. Like, and then we started talking about the coloring. And then somebody, I forget who, oh. said that it looked like space. Yep. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <Alex's> splatter. <laughs> All over Malcolm's chest. I yeah. think it was you, Raven, that said it. I don't think it was. Oh, then maybe it was me. I remember we were having that conversation. And yes, I would have loved... He looks and we like had to like... reverse eternity. <laughs> he does. Look at the space. I just wanted to say, like, as we were talking about, you know, scary bedrooms and monster case, I was looking <laughs> over at the squid page, and I was like, oh... Space. <laughs> Raven just tuned out. He's like, "Fuck this shit. Look at that jizz. Look at that beautiful coloring." Mm. Blub dub blubbity blub. <laughs> no, it, it's good. Uh, I remember how we got on the whole conversation about Grandma's monster posers and Mario. We were just talking about, you know, uh, ratings and what we were giving them. And Jim, you gave it a. Better, uh, I gave it a better than all God being shot by missiles. Yeah, what what's that translating to numbers? Better than two? <laughs> three? Well, I don't want to <laughs> nail it down. He said three? <laughs> better than two? <laughs> well, what's funny is when I said three, Jim still had room for doubt. Like, nah, well, no, don't, don't go crazy. Not three. Two points. It's an aggregate score. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fine. I, I, uh, not only did we rescue a gem from the forgotten podcast, Space Chest, which I think was amazing. I was sitting here, I was like, oh, yeah, Space Chest. That's worth repeating. <laughs> but also, uh, I feel like I learned something about you guys. I thought you said rescue a gem. You said gem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It took we me rescued a, a treasure. <laughs> Rescued a Jim. <laughs> Rescued a James Purcell from the past. No, it's good. The other thing I want to bring up, this is a benefit of uh, us doing this over, is the uh, letters column. Again, shout out to uh, Eric for keeping it interesting. You get another letter from Jerry Smith from Kentucky who was going to quit. Shit, Jim. You all right? No, I'm dying. <laughs> that was a big loogie. <laughs> <laughs> I've been mostly <laughs> with you today. I love how you didn't like pause it or try to hide it at all. You just don't give a shit. <laughs> I just edited out the post. <laughs> of course, now I can't because we're talking about it. <laughs> You're a little too comfortable there on the mic. It's like space. Look, I, I oh, sometimes record this thing without pants. But yeah, I'm Ooh. comfortable. As long as you don't have an erection. We're good. <laughs> Nothing. He didn't say anything. <laughs> C 
savage fin pants. You don't know what I'm looking at while I'm recording. <laughs> I know you're listening to the sound of our voice. Sultry sounds of our voice. <laughs> Silence. I thought you were moving he's on. Like, he's like, just keep talking. <laughs> keep talking. Just don't say anything. Raven, They'll sh- have to move on. It, talking, it's good. Ra- Raven slower. I think this letters column is interesting. He names the monster that got beat up into smaller monsters. Uh, It's called the Great Divide, which I think is awesome. When when was that monster? Uh, Oh, right. That was the one in Dimension X. Yeah, yeah. The one the girls are beating up and he keeps turning into smaller dudes. I think the Great Divide is a cool name. Yeah. And then he actually talks again with the guy that quit the issue. So... That's, oh, like, he wrote yeah, in again. quit, but didn't, but didn't quite quit. Uh, the guy that, like, remember the guy from Kentucky that quit? He's like, after yeah. 25 years. I quit, but I'll buy the next issue to see your response. Yeah, yeah, after 25 years, this did it. And it's like, no, so that guy gets a second. So what's uh, his follow-up? Uh, basically, he's like, thanks for responding to me. You know, a lot of people wouldn't and blah, 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 blah. And he goes quit. on. And then Eric, uh, I don't know that he quit because he doesn't say well i'm back on the bus but he just says that he can't pay <clears throat> four bucks to have his views trashed three <laughs> you know 399 and eric again but as long as i keep getting responded to in the letters page that's worth four dollars <laughs> you know you know what's weird to me the letters page the the physical address for the letters page i think is like the image office yeah mm-hmm so if people send letters to the image office, do people at the image office like type it up? No, they forward, they forward it to Eric. Yeah, but imagine if you mail a physical letter to Portland. Like, does it then get like scanned in? Does it get typed? No, he's Jim saying they sure forward it, just it over. Sure, gets forwarded in the inner company mail. I'm sure Eric gets lots of mail from image offices. Oh, you mean physically forwarded? Yeah, that's oh. what you do. Is you mail it to the to your to your work office and they forward it to you. Back to San Francisco. That's weird. It's a yeah, intercompany owned mail. I mean, I I imagine that a lot of like art goes through the image offices to go to parts of you know get inked and shit. Mm-hmm. So that probably happens all the time. Well, it's a good letters column. I just want to say it's worth reading. Uh, I'm I'm always like. We do these a lot of the times without it, and I just think it's worth bringing back up. Uh, I guess, like, now we can jump into the backups if you feel like it. Oops, no. real quick. Um, Aquaria makes its return. You know, it looks pretty good. Story's a little, eh. Yeah, I I think I remember talking about it, and I just felt like the... the, the uh, I don't know. It just seems stilted, like, when you read the... The whole story, I don't know, the dialogue, I guess, is what yeah. I'm trying to say. I'm kind of having a brain fart here. No, I'll agree I was, with I you. I was having a hard time getting through it. And it was just, it is very weird. I mean, I know it's set in the future. I think it was just weird how her mom's just kind of like sending her out on different missions. It's like, isn't that her mom? Like, yeah. she doesn't care. <laughs> no, she yeah. just knows she's capable. Well, we brought uh, it up last time, and I think it's worth repeating that, like, uh, it's just, uh, again, the flow... I'll agree with Jim. I think the art is like on point. Specifically, I do love that phone, that giant like phone splash page, yeah. and then where Aquarius is jumping off the dock and then swimming. I think that's all money. Um, but then like the flow of conversation between her and her mom, 
where she's like, that sucks, but I carry a backpack, not a badge. And then one panel later, she's like, okay, I'm on the job, Mom. And it's like, it's just such a, like, it's weird. Yeah, it's yeah. a little... You did, you did mention one thing that I didn't remember, because we, we have seen Aquaria before. Yep. And she goes to, like, a school with, like, super smart kids, right? Isn't yeah. That yeah. So, like, she's riding some, like, I don't know, floating chair car invention and... I guess one of her friends created it for her. Yeah, they're like a, a, a like a MIT like brain trust smart like you know. And so she even mentioned she's like one of her friends made a lunar powered scooter, and so she, that's it, why she's riding. Around it is kind of funny though. Like she's like in human form. <clears throat> she's riding the scooter. She jumps in the water. She swims around, and then it seems like out of nowhere she's leaping back into her window. Like yeah, she, yeah. she leave her scooter behind, and why is she still a fish person? <laughs> <laughs> exactly and that's the kind of stuff that like um that like you just want to like you know it, it, it kind of draws the reader out of it a little bit because it is it's like what you do like throw that scooter in the trash then like what's going on there you see it on the dock yep but then like when she goes to jump in after the woman but then like her flying back into her yeah it's weird it doesn't flow it's all right. I, it's not my favorite, but it's not not horrible. But I have to say, I think we said it last time that if we are going to get a backup that is not just like a short, quick strip, that a couple pages like this is good. And I yeah. think I said this last time, but if Rum Row had had as many pages as Aquaria, I feel like we'd have had a completely different impression of Rum Row. Yeah, yeah. I so agree. cool. I'm down with it. I gotta say, I love G-Man webcomics. Always. Which I brought up in our lost recording that I didn't realize until going through it with you guys that G-Man webcomics, like, I was like, oh, it looks a little scratchier, kind of looser than normal Chris G stuff. But it's actually supposed to be drawn by G-Man, because if you look at it, it's G-Man webcomics by G-Man. Right. Mm -hmm. So now it makes a little more sense to me. But uh, I think they're pretty damn funny. I especially like the second strip, which was <laughs> pretty cool. It must be frustrating to uh, to uh, comic book artists. <laughs> accurate. This is accurate. scathing. <laughs> you can tell this one uh, comes from the heart. You guys charge to sign comics? Who do you think you are? I can't believe the audacity of these selfish egomaniacs profiting off the fans. And then he got like Chris, so he's looking at Batman and uh, what's his name? Deadpool. Deadpool. So then you got Chris G there, who's kind of like the little unknown indie comic guy, and he's like, "I don't charge <laughs> a sign." And then the guy's like, "Who cares? I can't make any money off selling your worthless comics." <laughs> Proving that they were just right about him in the first place, and little Deadpool pulling a gun. Keen observation, Craig. No, I didn't bring that up, I don't think. I think you I did Jim. last time. Maybe I thought it was Jim, no? Maybe I did. I have no memory. Jesus Christ. <laughs> took, that took quite Jim, help turn. me out here. <laughs> He's pretty, not... sure, pretty sure it was me. Yeah. Was it you? See? Yeah, I thought so. He's just, just going to be quiet and let me like sit here like thinking I'm crazy? <laughs> well, then I guess I have no I memory. just don't think it's important to know who did it. This <laughs> is the judgy guy over here. Uh, yeah, G Man's always kick ass. Like you can run G Man forever, and I'm okay with it. G Man's great. It's always a home run. I just can't shake the feeling I've read these before. 
<laughs> what? I feel you like mean, I feel oh. like they've run in the book before, and I don't know uh, why I get that feeling. No, I know, I know for a fact they haven't. Maybe it's because we did this podcast over. And... No, yeah. it's not that. <laughs> well, I mean, there was G Man strip. It's it's ever since his return. I could have swore I've read these before, and I don't know why. I know I followed the web. I may have followed the web comic for a while. He posted them on Facebook. He also had a hard, like a hard copy one about being at Comic Cons. Yeah, that came you out know a what? Years ago. Maybe that's it. Maybe it was the G Man print book. Maybe these are reprints from that. There was a G Man print book, but there was also like a book called Tales from the Comic Con or something like that. Yeah, which was all about like the struggles of like artists at a comic convention or just quirky comic convention type shit, which was actually pretty good. I don't know if I still have my copy, but uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe you read that. Dude, how about the Eat More Bike strip? That one's pretty good. That is genius. That shit had me literally laughing out loud. LOL. Other dogs. Rolfel Copter. Dude, that's... I'm sorry, but, like, that's good shit. I love all absurdist humor. (laughs) And then, like you said, the Rum Row one, it kind of ends but it's like we didn't really get much and it still hasn't told you anything yeah i mean maybe it's just there to kind of get you to try it out but it doesn't tell you where you can go to find it or yeah it doesn't do that because i know for a fact uh, a second issue just dropped in the last month man that's a shame i guess there was a one shot like two or three years ago and Maybe this. we're wrong, guys. GrenadeFightInc.com. Yeah, I mean, it's tiny, though, but you would think they would want to... I don't know. I guess if you like it enough, you would see that tiny little <laughs> five-point font. Yeah, you're right. It is real small. Uh, it's a shame. Rum Row, you can tell it's a quality comic. Like, this is really good art. Yeah. Uh, but... I just don't think that this format did it, like, any favors at all. Just because I don't feel like I know shit about this world. I don't feel like I know shit about these characters. Like, really, I don't think, like, it does, it did anything to draw All we in. know is that the art is pretty. The guy's a pretty damn good cartoonist. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, hey, if that's your thing, you know, looks like it's kind of like steampunk-type airplane stuff. 10 out of 10 Check on the art. Absolutely. 10 out of 10. Hey, you know you know what's kind of funny? So, now that we've kind of gone through the book, when you look at the cover, it's kind of a little weird that this actually is the comic that's got the little badge for the Inkwell Award winner. Yeah, right. But it's kind of, art-wise, not the best <laughs> when it comes to, like... So you see it, it's like, oh... You know, Inkwell Award winner, and then you kind of flip through, and I was like, eh, this is... <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but it's it's not... It's well, remember, not up Inkwell's to par. About, Inkwell's about inking. Yeah, I know. I and mean, there's a lot of, like, scratchy, real... I don't know. I get exactly not... what you're saying. It's not gonna be indicative of why he won that award. I don't think so. I'm, he I'm won that award asshole. for other issues, and this is definitely not indicative of that. So I totally get what you're saying. It covers pro- the covers great. It, it'll it'll uh, it, it's funny. It's just funny because yeah, I'm with you. I think it's funny. It sucks to talk bad about a book that you love, you know. And I nah, rarely talk you gotta, bad. You gotta you gotta throw shade once in a while. No, I, well, it doesn't mean you gotta like doing it. 
where's the beauty? This is what we always say. The beauty of it is, is that, you know, this the story is progression. Con- We're not biased. Well, the book's constantly in flux anyway. You're really never going to get one thing from Savage Dragon. So it's like, even if Eric did this style, I mean, you remember, I think we had him on this very show. I think it was an interview where we were like, oh, are you going to do two up? And he's like, that's the plan. And like, you know, clearly that's not the plan. He changed his, <laughs> he changed his mind. So it's like, right. even if he fell in love with doing this style, it's not, he's not going to stay in love with it. Crank out 24 a year. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that would be fucking awesome, but nah. He'll get bored. He'll get bored, and he'll want to do something else. So, I mean, it's fine. Every I I think it's a little easier to stomach change when you know that it's all temporary. Like, right. it, it, like when I flip through this, and I'm like, oh, not his strongest. It's like, well, you know, the next issue, he's already back to like, you know, using the double two up pages and eleven by seventeen and. Like, he couldn't even stick with this, like, experiment for two issues. So, like, I don't know. If you don't like something, you don't have to worry about it too much either. Right, right. Wedding rings. I'm sorry. The have you guys is... heard of this? I'm looking on the Facebook right now. Andrew mm-hmm. uh, Andrew Damont posted this uh, find from the 50 Cent bin. It's called The Sewage Dragon. Dense action from Bill Moss. I guess it's a spit uh, image book. I'm low-key hurt. It's on the Eric Larson Savage Dragon fan page. That you were surfing Facebook while we were talking. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, that's all I do. No, no, I, I haven't heard of that, but I did see the image, and that's the first time I've ever seen that, and it is weird as shit, dude. That's oh yeah, pretty, I've seen pretty that accurate before. fin though. It's, it's garbage. I've Is seen it bad? that. I I don't remember. I remember when that came out way back in the day, and it was they had a bunch of those stupid like. It's too bad because I like Bill them. Moss. No, nah, yeah, it's it's bad. <laughs> uh I don't know. It's uh, it's not even a good pun. No, uh, the yeah. sewage dragon. Ha <laughs> ha! No, it doesn't work. Dude. <laughs> I think the what was it the the Jolly Savage Drag Queen, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, Jolly Green Drag Queen. Yeah, that was funnier. Not by much. Yeah. <laughs> no, not by much, but it was still <laughs> brutal. <laughs> <laughs> not by much. <laughs> I just wedding yeah, rings. Yeah. I was just gonna throw it out here. <laughs> wait, wait, another... wait! Before you start talking, I, I'm just gonna look up Facebook. Oh, no, dick. just kidding. <laughs> oh, you. You bastard. All I was going to say uh, is I forgot that I remembered that we had said that this is like they're wearing the wedding rings now. And so it's kind of like. Yeah, was it? Or was it last issue? The one before this. I'm just saying the wedding rings are all up in this one. Like if you look, they're wearing their wedding rings in like every other panel. So it's good. It's good stuff. Back to Facebook, but sorry. <laughs> you guys can go back to Facebook now. It's cool. <laughs> Goddamn Raven interrupting my Facebook podcast. I know. It's okay. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Someone had to do it. So that's a wrap to 29. Oh, you know, the other thing, 
it's funny as we talk i'm like oh yeah i remember we talked about this on the podcast we lost but do you think eric kind of drew the cover to 229 and then was like ah with like no particular story in mind just like oh it's a cool visual and then is like oh i gotta build this into the story now knowing that you could build that visual the, the finger and the hair into pretty much anything you know any villain could blow uh the finger off of Mal- malcolm's hand but do you think when he drew that he didn't have anything in mind of what was going to happen? Uh, well, that's what's hard to say. It's pretty, honestly, kind of a generic cover. Well, that's Could... what's so funny is that like we don't usually get like for what's on the cover like exactly in the issue. True. Right. And yet in this one we like totally did like she's totally got fingers like hitting her in the face. So it's kind I'm of guessing that Eric once in a while just needs to make up, you know, some issues, and he's like, oh, "I'll put a cover up there that you know I could fit into any story." <laughs> well, yeah, once I mean, upon a sense. time, once upon a time, they used to make covers before anything else. Yeah, and wrote, wrote the story to the cover. Seems like that's I mean, why he's... Superman was a really dick to Lois Lane all the time. <laughs> Well, you know he's he's got to do them at least two months in advance. So, I mean, yeah, it's totally it's 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 highly likely that he had no fucking idea like what this dude was gonna be here. You know, come mudging, we had no idea he was gonna be in there. So, mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. it was unexpected that a goopy monster would have slicing blades. I'll I'll give it that. Yeah, I didn't see it coming. Alright, shall we? Yep, take us home, Raven. Take a peek into the future of Savage Dragon 230. Christmas stalking. American Nazis track Malcolm Dragon and his family to the Great White North. And, worth noting, the letters column hilariously refers to the next issue as the kids are alt-right. Oh, jeez. (laughs) that's pretty good that's funny I like it so uh, confirmed these will be some American Nazis that have uh, crossed into Canada just in time for Christmas so there you You go you think Eric really likes Christmas it seems like it right (laughs) there's been a lot of Christmas issues yeah he really like really makes and maybe it's part of like just trying to make sure it keeps it like in the real time feeling but I feel like he really goes out of his way with Christmas. It uh, is an easy way to mark the calendar. I think I can agree with you because there hasn't been like Halloween. Right. Like, like as much. Like if you think Halloween would be a really good one, you know, but like, I can't think of a shit ton of Halloween. And yet I feel like we had three Christmases this year. (laughs) Didn't we? Uh, This year? Not this year. Maybe last year. Yeah. Okay, it's funny because like Malcolm and Maxine, I can remember at least they've had three Christmases together. Feels like anyway. Yeah, I don't know. know. Strong finish. That's how. (laughs) That's how we like. (laughs) That's how we like to do it here. (laughs) (laughs) Like to bring it home strong. Uh, Sorry, what were you saying? It was on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's it's good. I like it. Uh, I will say special shout out to uh, Andrew Detremont for uh, putting up ba- bags of milk. I felt. Oh like yes. I, I felt like I got a picture uh, from another dimension. So I guess the mystery is that you have reusable uh, uh, pitchers that you just put the bag in, and then you just pour from the bag, and then you throw away the bag. Which is still bizarre. And then like yeah. the bags. The bags sit on grocery store shelves just tied up, like bread. <laughs> yeah, they're twist-tied. I was surprised twist. I was that. an asshole teenager. I'd just, like, poke little holes in all of them. Yeah. There's all kinds of bullshit that could but go we're wrong. We're talking Canada. Everyone's so nice, I guess. That's that's the only reason it works. Couldn't work here in America. Nah, so that was <laughs> completely bizarre. I liked it, though. It was eye-opening. I bet you there's a bunch of like twenty something year old dudes that buy milk. They don't put it in a, you know, they just leave it in the bag and put it in the fridge. Yeah, they just keep twist tying it back. <laughs> they don't even use twist tie. They just twist it and then fold it over. They just <laughs> like bread. Like Cut bread. the little edge off and just let it pour in their mouth. <laughs> Poke a hole. Tie a little knot. When I read the issue, you know, when Maxine and her uh, party friend are sitting around and they're like, well, you could have had bag milk too. I was thinking of the bag milk I had in grade school, which was just like a little bag and you jab a, star- a straw in it. Like a Capri Sun? Like, like a Capri Sun? Yeah, exactly Weird. like a Capri Sun. Dude, I, I, I'd I could, milk at school. <laughs> I could never do a Capri Sun. I always either stick the straw all the way through the other edge. <laughs> yep, yep. Or I just like break the straw or something. Yep, so, Capri Sun just one that yeah, I had the little carton of milk. Yeah. I had cartons. I switched schools. I had cartons at my first school, and then I switched schools. And like, as if to make sure everything was weird and awkward, I go to this new school surrounded by new people. You know, when you're a little kid, you're trying to be cool and everything. I get in the cafeteria and don't know how the fuck to deal with bag milk. <laughs> I'm like completely like what? And of course, for them, it's all normal. That would piss like, me off because when I was in school, I do the, play this game where. You take one carton of milk and you open it up so it's a square, and uh-huh. you flatten all the other milks and see how many you can jam in. <laughs> Dude, you want to hear something fucked up? Where I grew up with with milk at school. Uh oh. Did you we collect had... them from the from the from the, the well, garbage? You're a New Englander, Jim. So uh, maybe you've you've really. heard of this. I'm a Northern no. New Yorker. All right. Well, well you live in New England now. So <laughs> where I'm from, New Bedford, Massachusetts, and when you're in in, in public school, you have a choice of plain milk, chocolate milk, or coffee milk. There's no coffee milk where I'm from. Coffee milk? It's either skim 2% or chocolate. So you got a bunch of grade schoolers drinking coffee-flavored milk. Weird. I grew oh. up on coffee-flavored milk. It's, it's a syrup called Autocrat. It, that is... Big Dunkin' Donut has gotten to our children. That's weird. But this is before anyone drank coffee like they do now. Okay. We always had coffee flavored milk and always had chocolate syrup or and coffee syrup in our shelves at home and that must i be remember thing yeah well i think it's just a like rhode island slash new bedford thing okay. honestly if you look up coffee milk in rhode island um you will see that a normal kid's routine is drinking coffee-flavored milk, which seems so fucking weird. It is. Yeah, you're but blowing it, my mind with this shit, It was shit, dude. not weird to me when I was a kid. And I remember going on vacation one time, and my, my little brother ordered a coffee milk. I think we were in, like, New Hampshire or something. And the waitress just brought him, like, 
a cup of coffee and like a little <laughs> side of milk. And he was like six years old. <laughs> and we were just like, we didn't, I just, we didn't understand because I just thought that was like that everywhere. Like you I didn't, didn't realize know that you was were just the a weird ones. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I know it's really, well, it's not really weird. It's just that not everyone drinks milk. Drinking milk is almost ubiquitous, ubiquitously an American thing. Yeah. Is it? In most countries, only children drink milk. Like, really young children. And then you just stop drinking milk. And you use right. it for cooking, or whatever have you. Right. So you, you don't... That, it, it's just... But yeah, in America, we just drink milk. Like, straight up. It's How are you gonna get your bones strong? Apparently, that may actually be a lie from milk. From big milk. <laughs> apparently, really- a lot of the... Uh, uh, here's the... I, I listen, well, I listened to an NPR... Uh, uh, show all about the the benefits of milk. Apparently, most of what we know about you know the the health benefits of milk may have been played up by the milk or, uh, companies. Powerful milk lobby. Yeah, that's your body to, good, and that's why you, that's why that's why you drink it in school is because the milk lobby basically makes the state buy it for the schools. You're blowing Tout, my mind. touting its uh, health benefits that may or may not actually exist. And so then my how? hometown goes and pours coffee extract into it. Sure. It really fuck us up. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. So how does coffee milk exist? It's, it, I, I think, think coffee probably... is just a New England thing. I think I... coffee is just ubiquitous to the to the region. It For says uh, coffee milk is the official state drink of Rhode Island. Oh, well, that also would explain it. I, I don't I just feel like I learned... So much new this issue. <laughs> like I, you blew my mind to pieces. Like I don't even know what to say. Coffee milk uh, for coffee children? milk tastes good too. It tastes. Really I mean, good. I want some right now. Think about milk is. It tastes like you know what it tastes like. It tastes like you ever have a coffee ice cream. Yeah, yeah. It tastes like liquid coffee ice cream. Ah. Uh, oh my god! Sounds great. It's it's so good when you're a kid. Does it ca- is it caffeinated? Probably not. I don't. I can't imagine it is, but it's made of coffee extract. It just seems like kids should not be drinking it. Yeah, and they shouldn't be totally serving right. it in elementary did school. You, did you guys have uh, cigarette mashed potatoes? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> is that when the lunch lady puts it out in your tray? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I tell you what, my my co- my freshman year of college, the kids that lived in the room next to my dorm, like the room next door to my little apartment, yeah. Uh-huh. They both smoked cigarettes. So I, when I went, my first year was ninety five to ninety six, mm-hmm. and they could you could still smoke cigarettes in the dining hall and stuff okay, like that. Yeah, yeah. So these kids smoked in their room. Whoops! And they were complete <laughs> pigs, and they they didn't throw anything out. So they just had piles of food, like leftovers oh. and shit. And everything had cigarette butts in it, and it looked like oh. a porcupine. Jesus! So oh. like everything in their room that you could like push out a cigarette into had cigarettes in it. Oh, it was so vile. Just... I would have narked on him so hard to the whatever whoever's. In no, charge. you could smoke in your room. Oh, I thought you said you couldn't. No, you you still could. Well, I still then. would have reported them for rotting food. Yeah, were you allowed to turn everything into a fucking ashtray? They that's did. Revolting. That's exactly what they did. Everything was an ashtray. Revolting. It was kind of funny. <laughs> I laugh more about it because it was pretty interesting. And you said they were your neighbors. Yeah. They're great just, kids. Great. I was going to say, everybody who lived near them probably hated their guts. No, not at all, really, actually. It's they very knew, weird. Do they know where the weed was? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That'll take the edge off. 
they partook. <laughs> anyway, I don't even know. I, I feel like this. I keep digressing this whole episode, but it's quite okay. You guys well, we gotta fill some keep time. Bring me somehow. back to my Ute. <laughs> Craig, yes. you know what? It's your <laughs> duty. You have kids now. It's your duty to surround their beds with horror posters. <laughs> Surround, give them that. You gotta give them that experience. Hey, uh, son, my, here's basket my, case. Actually, I do kind of. I think my uh, office, my little man cave, has got like Black Sabbath prints, and there's plenty of like metal posters with skulls. And <laughs> my kids don't really like it, so I'm probably scarring them. Perfect mission accomplished. I used to have this one print before my kids were born of this skull that's like talking on a cell phone. And uh, it hung above the stairs, and my poor child had to walk by it every day. <laughs> Who knew Craig was such a metalhead? I did. You talking oh, about yeah. pizza, and I'm making another page. Every, every, <laughs> every Facebook post of Craig's is going to another show. <laughs> it's pretty awesome, actually. I live vicariously through you. But see, my wife is already stuck with me in marriage. She didn't know about that stuff until after. <laughs> Rock hand emoji. <laughs> which is the least, which is the least <laughs> rocking thing you can do is say the words rock hand emoji, but never. I think even worse if you would have said hashtag, <laughs> hashtag horns, hails and horns, hashtag me too. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh no! <laughs> We can't do that. We can't. All right, all right. Don't, don't, don't bring, don't, don't bring. Walk it back. Walk it back. Don't bring attention to it. (laughs) Everything's cool. Don't worry about it. We dodged it. We, we're good. We got through it. We got through it. (laughs) We're gonna be unbleeding cool. (laughs) I, I have to say, I was very proud. Shout outs to Bleeding Cool for making their most recent Savage Dragon article about. <clears throat> Not sex, but they actually made it about uh, the poo poo restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. They were basically just talking about like all the Canada references and like literal references to uh, actual places. And I thought to myself as I read that article, it's hilarious because this is an actual thought I had. I was like. Good for them for not going straight for the sex. You know, I gotta say, as much <laughs> as Bleeding Cool, they're always in it for like you know to get a you know a clickbait or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they are all about rumors and gossip and stuff like that. Yeah. But for as much stories that, that there have been on Savage Dragon, Rich Johnson is a fan of Savage oh, Dragon, and he definitely. always he doesn't ever like. You know, he might bring attention to certain things, but he always talks it up in a way. Like, yeah. he doesn't shit on it. He's even always though he saying... Is, even though he is trying to get people to look at it and, like, you know, squeal about it or something. But, you know, he doesn't do it in a way that shits on the book. He always plays up the shock, but he does always say, you should be reading it and stuff right, like exactly. that. Right, so exactly. It's cool, yeah. I'm okay with it. And like I said, I was very, like, as I read that most recent article, I was like, good for you. I, I'm you, mixed bitch. about it. I'm okay that he doesn't shit on it, but at the same time, I feel like he does like bring unwanted attention to certain things sometimes. Where you're the like, really, restaurant. you got to point that out and get everyone all up in arms about this. What the did you say? Restaurant. The poop restaurant. <laughs> I don't think that's that bad because it's not like Eric's making it up. But that's true. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. 
I, you know, a hilarious conversation we had from the last one, the the, the forgotten Fincast, is we had a real quick, it like with last two seconds, but we were like, I couldn't eat at the poop restaurant. I'd be sick. <laughs> yeah. I guess it, it I, is very. I, weird. I, I did go in depth into my dislike of the of urine. Yeah, was it somebody said they they bring you lemonade and yeah. I was like, God damn, really? Revolting. Is that true? That's what? I don't remember that. Yeah, one of that you they said... bring you lemonade. Yeah, everything what? would be poop themed. So, poop themed. but do they really do that? I imagine. Yeah, you like or drink lemonade, do. and the food looks like poop. Too. You eat it out of a toilet. Only yellow drinks. Ugh. Or I maybe, drink maybe, Mountain maybe Dew blue anyway. drinks because of uh, a million, a thousand, wait, thousand flushes. <laughs> so you're drinking toilet water? Yeah. Oh, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. What are you talking about? There's all kinds of good blue drinks. I mean, I couldn't, if I could drink a blue drink. I'm saying I couldn't like uh, eat a big shit pile and then wash it down with toilet water. Couldn't do it. You know, it's it's actually food, right, Raven? (laughs) I know, but... That's the whole point. You know what's funny? When food doesn't look the way it should, it fucks with me. Oh. Like like purple ketchup? I don't like it. Oh. Well, I hate ketchup as a rule, so... Yeah, I don't I don't know what bug got up the ass of the ketchup makers of the world, but for a while ketchup was like purple and green and all these dumb colors. Oh yeah. Well, it's only red for cuz they dye it. Well, guess who likes it red? But at least it's close to tomatoes. Yeah, like, red I don't need to have blue ketchup. It's flavorless colorling. Oh, my kids will eat ketchup. Ketchup. <laughs> yeah. Why you, why a... you old men got to make ketchup so banal? They tried to be, you know what, that's I think what made me mad is they tried to be like, now ketchup's fun. Well, it's not for you, Raven, it's for kids. Kids are fucking stupid if needed. Red is a more exciting color than purple or green. I mean, I guess. Uh, Everyone knows red's an exciting color, bro. What color are sports cars? Yellow. No, they're red. What color are sexy bikinis? Red. Pink. Blue. You know what? Google is red excitement, and you will see. Google it. <laughs> Google's got my back. I'm telling you, it's color theory. Red is exciting. Kids making fucking ketchup purple and green, that doesn't make it more fun for kids. And if I had to eat a pile of poop, even if it was like the most savory steak mushed into a poop shape, I'd be revolted. Don't you ever eat brownies? They don't look like shit. You do if you squish them a bit. Or ba- how about Baby Ruth's? I love a good Baby, baby Ruth. A Baby Ruth, doesn't, it doesn't really look like a turd. No matter what the old It's the most is. turd-like of all the foods. No, refried beans has to be. <laughs> Diarrhea, maybe. No, Tootsie Rolls. Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, that's true. That's Tootsie pretty Rolls sh- win. Pretty shit they, they look like dog turds straight up. Yeah. Like lawn cigars. Looks like it fell out of an animal and tastes like it. <laughs> yeah, Tootsie Roll is a garbage candy. Yeah, so it, it, and it's been around forever. Like, what is the fucking staying power of a Tootsie Roll? What you mean, uh, like how long it can stay on a shelf? I mean it's to like, say, do why does it a, continue to exist? A Tootsie Pop or a Blow Pop? What are you gonna choose? I mean, if I had a choice, probably blow a, to- pop. a Tootsie Pop. Get out, Blow Pop, chocolate Tootsie Pop. Fuck yeah, bubble gum versus yeah. a Tootsie Roll. 
That's like you got through your thin candy shell and there was a turd in the middle. And and, and those Tootsie Pops have those. I like, hate Blow Pops because the, the, the gums don't ring good. around them. Gum shit. It's better than a Tootsie Pop. Not really. Oh. Tootsie is. I love Tootsie Rolls. Your candy opinions are tearing this podcast apart. <laughs> Look. You have your Tootsie Roll and Necco wafers? <laughs> I mean, Necco wafers are kind of nah, but I eat them. <laughs> them and, uh, what else? Not Necco wafers. Your the other squirrel one. nut zippers and your <laughs> Mary Janes. I eat... which ones? Which ones are Mary Janes? I don't know. Like the garbage ones that come in a little wax wrapper that tastes like peanut or something. Yeah, like probably not like, those. They call them like there's those like other candies like bottle caps, and they taste like you put a fucking bottle cap in your mouth. I, I love <laughs> snow caps. They're okay, yeah, I guess. All right. What else do I love? I love, I love, uh... I do have a weakness for cow Werther's Originals. I love, uh, uh, shit, the, uh... Werther's Originals are the shit. What are those, what are those candies that come in, that are multicolored, that come in a wrapper? They're that's like... almost, that's a million things. <laughs> Lifesavers is no, one no, of them. No, not Lifesavers. They're crunchy, they're like chalk dust. Do they still make Lifesavers? I, mean, yes. I haven't seen those. Oh, they're yeah. the ones with the hole in them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get that. I know that. I just haven't seen them in years. Lifesavers are also gummy savers, so it's I, two yeah. amazing candies. Oh, it's driving me crazy. Do you guys uh, ever have caramel creams? I've had all like kinds cow of caramel. cowtails? Yeah, 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 yeah. I okay. love those things. <laughs> yep. They're good. That's good candy. Man. Oh, he's are you Googling up. candy? Hold on. This is driving me crazy. I should know what these are called. <laughs> Real time candy research. No, no, this this is edible sidewalk chalk. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking what? for that was an edible sidewalk chalk. Lo- so you're gonna draw on the sidewalk and then eat it? I Horrible. guess. Horrible. They haven't seen the sidewalk near my house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was gonna say like homeless piss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Weed particles. Glass shit. Usually broken glass. Shit. Traces of heroin. <laughs> You know, I would be, think you were joking, but I've been to Philly. No. Yeah, yeah. It is, it is, that is exactly, that's pretty accurate. I've been to Philly and you live in a shithole. <laughs> I got off the train and uh, there was a hypodermic needle and on the next step, a baby diaper. And I was like, wow. Yeah, the baby's got a problem. <laughs> I was like, this Hard is times, yours. dude. Hard Origin times. Origin of freedom. We've got the Liberty Bell. <laughs> it's pretty metal. It's cracked. When you, you coming, it... when you coming back to Philly? Oh, geez. Probably for that. Uh, remember when we are going to do that Savage Dragon like live, all of us three in one room? Yeah. That'll be the one. So are we going to wrap this FinCast up? Yeah, dude. Let's wrap it <laughs> I think up. people are like, what the fuck is going on? Poop restaurant totally derailed us. Sorry, I got distracted trying to figure out what the hell this candy is. It's so stupid, I can't remember what they're called. They're never going to know. Explain it. They're... they're... They're small and they're, they're round, and you get many of them in a single wrapper, like okay. a Tootsie Roll wrapper, but it's clear, and they're multicolored. Sweet tarts. They're like Smarties. Sweet, Smarties. Smarties. They're Smarties. Thank you. It's fucking Smarties, dude. I love Smarties. You know what's funny? <laughs> Real quick, I'm sorry. I can't believe like the man of a million anecdotes, but I worked in a uh, call center where there were a ton of pill heads. I mean, a ton. Sure. And so the... Toilet paper dispensers constantly had dust on them from pill dust where people go out and snort pills. So one day, as a joke, I went in there 
five minutes before the shift ended and smashed up a line of Smarties and put it. <laughs> You're an asshole. I put it on there, right? Well, then I went to. Uh, and you I left went, it. You left it there. No, no, no. Check this out. This is what's so funny. There was a reason why I mentioned the five minutes before closing. As I was leaving, I was joking about it, and one of my friends said, "You should go back in there and see if it's still there." I bet it's not. And I went in there, and in five minutes, some pillhead had come along and snorted that line of Smarties. He's just burned the shit out of his nose. Eh, Think of, it's just sugar. It should be fine. In fact, I bet I bet there are people. Have who you would ever cut, snorted cut pills sugar? Smarties. <laughs> I'm sure it burned the shit out of his nasal membranes. He probably was good from all the pill, you know. I'm pretty <laughs> sure cocaine does a lot worse than Smarties. Just, uh, no. Think, think, think about <laughs> it. Not though. from experience or anything, but no. <laughs> Wait a minute. Cocaine's worse than Smarties? No. Wait. Well, that's no. it's got to play hell in the back in, in your nasal cavity. No. It doesn't burn. This is insane. I'm just surprised. Well, it, eats somebody... through your, it eats through your nose. Well, if you use it. For a very long time. The mindset of the man drip. who just goes into the bathroom, sees a line on I've the toilet. Oh, hey, somebody it. left one behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, snorting anything off a toilet stall. Like, that would be a good way to murder someone with, like, cyanide or anthrax or something. Drano. Yeah. <laughs> what a bizarre twist this fincast took. <laughs> We just gave people our favorite candies, murder, murder methods, uh, childhood <laughs> stories. <laughs> Drug habits. Yeah. Oh, man, this is a good one. I'm sorry. I think we saved it. I think it was, <laughs> I think it was good that the Fincast got lost last time. I think this one was stronger. My favorite part was when Jim just gave up on us and just started surfing Facebook. I don't give up. <laughs> 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 I'm just real good at multitasking. <laughs> All right. Like, yeah, yeah, your shit's garbage. Look at I'm looking at at Facebook. <laughs> you know what I just saw on Facebook? Sewage dragon. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, damn it. <laughs> uh, shall right. we? Yeah. Thanks we for s- bearing with us, guys. We got through <laughs> it finally. Yeah. No, it's good. I appreciate everyone listening. Uh, You know what this is. This is our last uh, FinCast of the year, more than likely. Very likely. Although there will be one more issue out before the end of the year. You think so? Is that really? Yeah. I mean, that's what we've been told. There'll be an issue out next week. Yep. Before Christmas, I guarantee it. Yep. Well, damn it. We we better get on finding that issue and and getting recording. Yep. So, uh, happy 2017, everybody. Don we now. Our gay apparel. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Can't wait to get on my gay apparel. <laughs> no one don straight apparel. It's just not cool. I want happy clothes. <laughs> Alright, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> I liked it, dudes. I'm sorry. I think we did a better one. I think it was better than the last one. Went a lot longer than I thought we would. We still were only 27 minutes over. Because we only did like an hour last time, right? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't we, go... Well, to... we lost like 30 minutes. Well, I'm turning the heat on now, baby.
I've been in here similar to Jim. I've been in here freezing my Tootsie Pops off. Hey, what did you guys think of Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2? I thought it was a good movie. I haven't seen it. I thought it was good, but I thought they went too silly this time. (laughs) I think it's fine. I thought the Racket Raccoon scene was great. I've heard other people complain it was too silly as well. Really? I yeah, don't really so you, talk to anybody about it, but I, I thought I, I it was entertaining, but I just was like, uh, it's, it's good, just a little too like over the top. Like I thought the first one was a little better balanced. You're not alone. I heard other people complain that it was just a little too goofy, but I don't think anybody trashed it. That was just about all I heard. Is it was like, like uh, Deadpool style goofy almost. Mm, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. You don't think so? I feel like it I mean was. it was definitely more comedy than serious. And there were some parts I didn't quite like and I think they tried to shoehorn a few things in that they probably shouldn't have. But Mary, overall, Mary Poppins. Well, there that that's okay. But I mean I don't want to spoil it for Raven. I, I think you should see it. Raven I'm pretty sure Raven is heard it is all a, the memes. Oh yeah. It's a funny movie, but I just think that it was like way R- too Raven's silly. allergic to baby Groot. Oh, I hate Baby Groot, dude. Yeah, he's kind of dumb. It seemed like a dumb fucking... thing is, is I liked adult Groot, so the minute they were like, they were like, oh, here's Baby Groot, I was like, this is gonna be something that I'm well, gonna get hate. ready for angsty teenager Groot. <sighs> God damn the craziest me. thing with Groot is, like, how much do you think that, uh, what's-his-name gets paid to say I am Groot? Like, why do they need him to play that role? Bingo. Because, because he's the Iron Giant. Is he? It's Vin Diesel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was he also Iron Giant? Yeah. Dude gets paid to do nothing all the time, doesn't he? Well, you say it's nothing, but there is acting involved. Bullshit. Saying, I am Groot? Yeah, you got it in the intone, the inflection. (laughs) Is there different inflections each time? Dude, they could pay like a voice guy. It, It is not the same line repeated. It is very much different recordings. Wait, wait. And different inflections. And I'm sure he took dozens of takes on every single one. I'm sure they could have paid some like voice guy, like a fraction of the cost that could have done the same thing. Doesn't matter. (laughs) You know, they could have paid anybody. Well, it isn't about what they're paying. They got millions of dollars. It's just crazy to me that they're like, we need Vin Diesel to play Groot. It's I like, think why? they're paying for the novelty, like so they can say, "Vin Diesel's Groot." <laughs> he may, uh, he, he probably doesn't do the mocapping. No, I mean, I get what's his name playing Rocket Raccoon because he's actually like using his voice. But I am Groot is like a processed voice. I think and he's you're just saying, "I am Groot." I think you're overthinking it. I don't know, dude. I kind of, I kind of sort of agree. It's like it's very insane. weird to me. He's saying one If word. it could be anybody, why not Vin Diesel is my opinion on that matter. Why does it have to be anybody? Why not? It doesn't have to be anybody. To save money. But they don't need to save money. They're Disney. Oh, good point. Oh, what do you guys think about Disney buying Fox? I don't I care. Couldn't give less of a shit. But then that means, like, we can get Fantastic Four in the Marvel well, Universe. Well, that's true. I mean, if we can get the Fantastic Four, that's great. If we get the X-Men, and X-Men. meh. I'm off of it. I don't give a shit about superhero movies anymore. Yeah, Ra- so. Raven's done. You fucking downer. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I mean, dude. I'm, I'm cool with it. I know it's not popular, but I'm just saying that. Like, I just, I just want really, 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 really want to see a Fantastic Four movie done right, like 
Kirby style, just done right. Like, I'm so sick of the garbage fantastic. They should be the best Marvel franchise. And they've just flubbed it time and time again. Ironically, I think in a lot of ways, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is the Fantastic Four replacement. Oh, we lost Raven. He had it with us. He's like, fuck this. He didn't want to listen to Marvel movie talk. Um, My personal feeling with the Fox merger is, it's fine. It's not a monopoly. It's a media company buying a media company. It's not like a telecommunications company buying a media company. I mean, well, it, I'm it, happy it, with it. It, it just means more Marvel heroes in the universe. I think it's great. I hope they can do it in time for like the second Infinity War. They would. Movie. Here's the other thing: they would have to completely restart the X Men from scratch, like from scratch, from scratch. I think they need to. I think the X Men franchise blows. Well, to be fair, Logan was probably a good place to stop. But your bigger problem is you got some a bunch of TV shows coming out in the next year. Yeah, but they don't have to be connected. And I think they're supposed to be making a, a Logan sequel. No. Raven. How do they make a Logan sequel? With what's-her-name? No. Eh, nobody cares. They want to see Wolverine. I Well, she is Wolverine. Ah, uh, they want to see Logan. Bullshit. New, new Wolverine is one of the most popular comics at Marvel. Logan's, yeah, for, not that, for, Logan's not that important. For 70,000 readers, maybe, but the rest of the world wants to see Wolverine. I don't. No. I, I, I've I seen would. Wolverine for years. I have no vested interest in X-23 or whatever. Hello, hello. Oh, you came back. Comics. Yeah, I'm back. Okay. Yeah, sorry, dudes. My keyboard has a sleep button, and it, like... Is the fucking easiest thing in the world to bump. Craig, Craig, and I were talking about how he he only cares about Logan, and I could give a shit if it's Logan or X twenty three. Oh, I just have no vested interest in X twenty three. Like, same here. I just uh, if I were, to I have a more movie. vested interest in Logan being dead after a good movie and staying yeah. dead. You know See, what? Growing up, Wolverine was like. The best thing in my world. Yeah, like, but what is he? He's a guy with claws. He goes into Berserker Rages. That's literally anything, any character can do that. I guess, yeah. that, but I have a connection with Wolverine. That's just like saying, well, Batman should be Batgirl. And I was like, no, I just like Batman. I don't <laughs> Batman, know. I mean, Batman should be played by anybody. Batman is not defined by being male. See, it's not the male thing. It's a character, dude. It's like... Batman is cool because he's Bruce Wayne who nah, saw his crap. parents get shot. No, no. That's the redeeming Seeing his character. parents get shot, yes. Being Bruce Wayne, no. But that's what makes him important as opposed to someone who's just like... Being a white well, male make, has nothing to do with Batman or Bruce Wayne being cool. That has nothing it to do does, with why I think well, he's cool. Nostalgia and growing up, like those are the characters that I grew up with. I just want to see it. I don't know. Nostal- I mean, I'm not... Nostalgia will always hold you back. I'm not saying it's holding me back or anything. It's like I would rather just see a new character than see like a female version of Wolverine or Bingo. Like, like give me a good character. I I don't need it to be a female Wolverine. Give me a female vigilante. That's cool. You, I loved that Atomic Blonde movie. Have you guys seen that movie? I haven't. But you're cool like cool as shit. The twentieth person I've heard say was awesome. Dude. I would much rather see that than it female looked like Wolverine. too much of a John Wick rehash. No, no, no. It's not John Wick. It's not. 
it's very more rooted in reality than John Wick. John Wick's a superhero. Yeah, that's some fake yeah. shit. <laughs> it's more of a spy movie. I'm down for it, dude. Movie. It's fucking brutal as shit. Shalise Theron, or whatever, however you say her name, like she gets fucked up in it. It's so like more realistic. Like she gets fucking badly hurt, and um, she kicks a lot of ass. I'm with you. I don't want to see like just hey guys, this is Ironheart. To me, that's not cool. Give me a completely different kick-ass character. I don't want I need think to see there's value in legacy characters. <clears throat> not if you just switch out whoever it is. Sure. Like Batman, but also it's not like Bruce Wayne anymore. Exactly, like, eh. because Bruce eh. Wayne is not important. Bruce Wayne's like super important in Batman. He's no, like very Bruce important. Wayne is a is is a character that Batman plays. It's not like Superman where Clark Kent is essential to the character. Well, that's why Bruce Wayne's so important though. It's because Batman is Bruce Wayne, and Bruce Wayne's Batman. They're no, the same but, dude. No, Bruce Wayne doesn't exist. Bruce Wayne died in that alley. I don't mean Only Playboy Mill- exists. I don't mean Playboy millionaire character. That's not important. I'm talking about the dude who saw his parents get shot. That's but he doesn't why... have to be a dude to see your parents get shot. Is what I'm saying. It could be. What anybody. I'm saying is, any woman get like if suddenly a woman sees her parent. Don't you find that derivative? No, it's the same story. It'd be more. De- That's if, what if makes she, it lame. If she, if she doesn't become <laughs> Batman, then it's lame because then it's derivative. But if she becomes Batman, but why do we need Batman? to see? Why do we need to see the same thing as a woman? Just give me a different character. Different character. That's all. Make something cool and. Uh oh. What? We lost Raven again. Or I lost Raven. Really? Uh, Something screwy happened. I actually, my my levels aren't working now. I think uh, my session Uh, is locked up. Yeah. Can you you hear me, Jim? I can hear you, Craig. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear Raven? I cannot hear Raven. Oh, really? I can hear, yeah, he can hear. Alright, I think what's happening is my browser is currently in the process of locking up. Oh, there it goes. We'll see if it comes back. <laughs> That's weird. I this hear is why ears. I'm glad I double recorded, because I'm yep. not feeling confident about this. Because <laughs> it's been saying, uh, don't close the browser uploading for a very long time. Uh, what? You guys still there? 